Hey, everybody, this is Stormy Lee, a.k.a. Queen of the Southeast, a.k.a. one half of the Bonnie and Clyde of professional wrestling, and you are listening to Oversell Podcast. It is episode 69, <laughs> and we are talking all things professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are twitter.com slash oversell podcast, facebook.com slash oversell podcast. You can follow me at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure to head over to oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. It's our main sponsor for this show. And Christmas shopping is coming up. It's time to start pumping out money all through Amazon. And while you're doing it, go to oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link. There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It is just you helping out this podcast by doing shopping you're already going to do on Amazon. So just click the link. And whenever you buy, we get a small kickback on Amazon. So check out oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link. Mike, what's going on? wrestling yeah it's been pretty uh pretty 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 all right re- week of wrestling um we had no mercy was it no mercy was it no mercy yeah there was week? no mercy okay that was the one they pulled out of a hat and just decided to throw at us again yeah yeah give me no way out or something you know give me yeah. i miss no way out especially the one they never released on dvd which one was that 2001 well and but because of the network, you can finally watch. We can that. watch it. Now that was the first thing I watched when the network came out. What match did you want to see? The at the time it was the uh, the two out of three falls, Stone Cold versus Triple H. Mm-hmm. But then there was also the Angle versus Rock for the title, which set up the the Rock and Austin at WrestleMania 17. You had Trish versus Stephanie. Such a great pay-per-view. Let me ask you this, and then it's going to be, it, it may be kind of a hard question. What is your favorite all-time pay-per-view that you've gotten to see? WrestleMania 17. Easy. I mean, that's, I guess that's the token <laughs> answer. Me, there's one I always like to go through and just like, if I'm going to bed or something and I want to watch something that I like that's, fa- but yet familiar. Right. I got to watch Invasion, man. Invasion's a good one, I too. I love going back and watching Invasion. That I thought that whole pay-per-view was fun. We got a lot of matchups that we didn't get to, we hadn't gotten to see at the time yet. That was still probably my favorite year of wrestling altogether. That was a it was great 2001. year. 2001. That was a great year because that, that was WrestleMania 17. Yeah, right? that was WrestleMania yeah. 17. That was you know the buyout of WCW, the whole invasion angle. Man, that was a that great. That was the time year that, that Jericho was the first ever undisputed, undisputed champion. Beat the Rock and Stone Cold <laughs> the same night, and he signed my book to the wrong Derek. It's just totally on him. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, got to go. Well, before we get into the pay per view talk, we can go and got to check out WWE 2K17. I went to Target yesterday and picked it up. I got mine yesterday, but have yet been able to play. I created uh, Derek Oversell, and you can, uh, if you want, I can set you up to download your own Oversell podcast t shirt on WWE 2K17. Just let me know and we'll figure it out. Hell yeah. Um, but what was cool was I went to Target, 
Um, I had a gift card I got from work. So I uh, walked up in there, picked it up, and the guy behind the counter was like, Man, you get a free you get a free toy now. You get, let me go find it for you. And, and he was like really energetic about his sight. <laughs> he came back and I've got a Tito Santana, Tito Santana Hall of Fame action figure. I was like, this is that's awesome. And I, it was it came with the game. I'm like sweet. Did you do the pre order or did no, you just no, pick it I up? No, I just I okay. just picked it up. I probably you know if had I thought ahead, I probably would have gotten pre ordered that NXT edition because it came with like the Finn Balor that was like figure. I think that was like the hundred dollar version of the yeah. game. And it had like a Shinsuke Nakamura autograph photocopy right. thing. And it, it, I, I did the regular pre-order. Got Goldberg. So. Nice. Nice. Speaking of Goldberg, looks like Goldberg is going to be back on Raw next week. Monday. The we, return of Goldberg. What do you think? I'm glad to see him back. I mean, yeah, he wasn't the greatest technical wrestler or anything. But, I mean, he was he was huge during, you know, the Attitude Era, I guess, you know, on yeah. WCW side. He was the only guy WCW made that wasn't already 60 years old. And wasn't already a WWE or WWF at the time product. Right, right. So, yeah, he was exciting to watch. Then, I mean, his matches, you know, the, Kevin Sullivan and Eric Bischoff got one thing right. Goldberg, go out there, whoop ass, and keep yourself somewhat of a mystery. Right. Go whoop ass and come back. Don't say a word. And... If it were to me, he should have never said a word about WCW. He should have just kept on yeah. doing what he did. But then, you know, what, what did you think about Goldberg when they, the way they ended the streak? It was ridiculous. But all right, knowing now how it happened, you know, even, you know, the setup for it backstage and all, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yep. But, you know, as a fan, as a fan back then, you're thinking, okay, this is complete bullshit. This is just retarded. But then, like, if if that were to happen now, I think I wouldn't mind it as much. Be like, okay, that's how you do it. It doesn't really hurt him, but well, but you also, ended. but now you don't have true undefeated streaks, right? Like that anymore. Because if you did, Bray Wyatt, I, I wouldn't have booked Bray Wyatt to have lost a match yet in, in, right. in his career. Yeah. So the the you know those undefeated streaks are in the bag. Uh, Kevin in the chat room, which you can always join at mixlr dot com slash oversell podcast, says it's going to be cool to see Goldberg again. <laughs> They're just going to work him to have him fight Brock, huh? Yeah, that's the way it's looking. Uh, I think it, uh, are they jumping into this too early? Yeah, if if they really do it at Survivor Series like it's looking like, it's way too early. I really think, you know, at the very earliest, it should be Royal Rumble. Yep. But I really think this should be like one of those long build-ups for WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, and who knows, I mean, what kind of shape Goldberg's going to be in. You know, he's going to have ring rust. He's not like, you know, he's not going to work in indie shows right. or anything like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of match we get out of him because that match we got at WrestleMania was probably one of the worst matches ever. Mainly because I don't think either one of them cared at the time. It was they they both knew it was their last match. Yeah, and Brock, you know, I, he, will Brock care still to this day? Because he really, the way he works now, he really doesn't seem much. I think him. Brock will be into it. I think he's, you know, e even though it's scripted, I think he feels he has something to prove mm -hmm. since he lost at WrestleMania to Goldberg, and like Paul Heyman was saying, you know, during the promo, you know, that's. 
the one blemish on Lesnar's, you know, career right now is that single loss to Goldberg. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. Um, you know, we'll get into that closer than we more into it when we get into Survivor Series. I saw a funny created character on WWE 2K7. They, someone created AJ Lee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's AJ Styles dressed up as AJ Lee. Kevin asks, uh, how old is Goldberg? That's a good question. 49. He is that old? 49. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I thought he was a little bit younger than that. Dang, 49-year-old is going to come back to the WWE and be in a high-profile match? That's why it's looking like it's only going to be that one match. You think? You, I mean, this is the main reason they want to do it at Survivor Series is they want to still promote WWE uh, 2K17. Mm-hmm. They want that, you know, they couldn't do it. They couldn't get him in quick enough to do it at like Hell in a Cell. And Survivor Series is one of the big four. So it's one of the bigger drawing pay-per-views anyway. Mm-hmm. But they're really wanting to just tie it in as another promotion for the game. Hmm. But I still think it's too soon. I think, you know, Royal Rumble at the at the very earliest. That's what, yeah, I, you know, I, I still wish Survivor Series was nothing but Survivor Series matches. <laughs> but who am I to? gripe about that at this but point. But apparently that's something else if we want to jump into that real quick. They've uh I think Shane and Daniel Bryan have uh put it out there that they would like to do three Raw versus SmackDown traditional Survivor Series matches hmm. at the pay per view. That'd be nice. I think it was uh I think they set a women's match, a uh, tag team match and then just like a standard, you know, regular five on five. Kevin asks, any news with Undertaker versus Sting, maybe? I hope not. Sting doesn't – that neck injury is no joke. Yeah, I don't – I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't I, – I I'm highly skeptical. I wish we could have gotten that match, but um, – I think if that match was going to happen, it would have happened at last WrestleMania. Yeah. And that's – I don't think there's a chance for it now. Yeah. It sucks. Um, you want to go through No Mercy? Yeah, we can do that. Pull up the old – I've got it pulled up. I'm going to pull up so we can both look at it. Okay. Why don't you go through the first match? Which you know, what did you think about them making the big switcheroo? What do we want to mention? The kickoff match first. I didn't even get to watch. Okay, it. I didn't either. But there was a kickoff match. Who was it? In, who was it? It was Nia Jax, wasn't it? No. Uh, Hype Bros and American Alpha versus Ascension and Vaude Villains. You know, you know what strikes me funny about that? If you watch um, a New Japan show. Uh, they always lead off the show with like two hours of um, eight-man tag matches. And WWE doing this during the pre-show, an eight-man tag match just was like, hmm, it looks like somebody has been uh, watching a little New Japan now and opened it yeah. up with this eight-man match. And I was so happy to see the Ascension, and of course I didn't. I mean, I love both the heel <laughs> tag teams in this almost more. Than, I don't like the hype bros, to be honest. I'm just not a yeah, fan. Yeah, for, for being hype, it's it's kind of boring to me. Well, there's only one half hype and the other half's just a bro. Right. But, you know, I just I I don't I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. I I do love American Alpha. Um and of course, everyone knows my thoughts on the Ascension. I think the Vault Villains, you know, it sucks that it looks like they've dropped yep. on cards just because of, you know, an accident where um what was it? uh 
Simon with Enzo, Gotch, yeah. you know, he got a little too excited and put a little too much on the throttle there when he threw Enzo into the ropes. And, and I read a month or so ago that there may have been longer that Simon Gotch actually had a little bit of heat backstage. Really? I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember reading that he's got a little heat and that's that's probably one of the reasons why they're so low mid-card. Kevin in the chat room says the Hype Brothers are overrated. I agree. Um, no more, And he said No Mercy could have been better. Um, so, yeah, we opened up with AJ Styles defeating Dean Ambrose and John Cena. A couple of notes on the match. John Cena hit a Canadian Destroyer that looked beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it. <laughs> when he hit that, I was like, that's a, that's a great looking that that was a very very cool cool Canadian destroyer. Um, what do you think of the match? Match itself, I, I enjoyed. I mean, it was one of the few matches on the card that I enjoyed. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of talk and controversy because they put it on as the the opening match of the pay per view. What, what did you think of them doing that? I was talking to my friend Vince about it, and we both kind of agreed that. Even though there were still other matches that you wanted to see, having that main event first kind of left you like, you know, didn't have anything to really look forward to. I mean, that's the whole point of having, you know, the main event be the title match. Because, I mean, that's the, you know, the biggest prize on that show. Right. I agree. And having it first, you know, I'm I'm wondering, I haven't looked at ratings or anything, but I'm wondering if it if it backfired. I mean, I know they did it because of the presidential debate and they wanted to make sure that, you know, people saw the match. But I wonder if putting that on first, you know, they watched the match and then went to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's probably exactly what happened. Um, and then after that, just the placement of the matches, I, I don't know. I didn't think the, the Orton and Wyatt should have been main event. You didn't? You don't think? No. Put a title there. I mean, a title should have been the match, regardless of what won. I mean, you know, hindsight now, yeah, Miz and Ziggler should have been main event, but they killed it. Yeah, they killed it. I'm, I'm really surprised. We'll, we'll get to that match. Yeah, though. yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, what did you think of the finish <clears throat> and how they did the whole AJ tapping out to both of them and then had to restart the match? It, it was a nice twist. Which I don't think I've ever seen a decision like that. But but you know if if you paid attention, you know they rang the bell, but the ref never signaled for him to ring ah. the bell and call it. Mm-hmm. You know they just you know the bell guy just saw them tapping, rang the bell, but you know ref never turned around, pointed to to him to ring the bell. When he heard the bell, he turned around then and you know waved it off. No, no, both of them can't do that. There's no winner. We got to keep going. Okay, I didn't notice the whole when the dude tapped yeah, out. Yeah. So that makes more sense yeah. to me now. Now I'm not as upset. Um, but yeah, the, the rev did not signal that that was the end of the match. Okay. Uh, regardless, great match. All three of those yeah. guys are stars. Yeah. You know, John Cena is. That's his third time losing to um, AJ Styles, AJ Styles. this yeah. year. Yeah. How crazy is that? That tells you AJ Styles is a superstar. Yep. Um, and John Cena, you know, and I'm one of them. I've said it plenty of times before. You know, he's a he doesn't put guys over or anything like that. That's all he's done this year. Mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio in a seven second or seven minute match yep. lost to a super kick. 
while on his knees. Um, who else did he lose to this year? It seems like he's lost to everybody that he's wrestled. But I'm sure he beat Bray Wyatt at some point. That kind <laughs> Probably. of ticks me yeah. off. Next match we had Nikki Bella defeating Carmella. Eh. <clears throat> it was all right. Yeah. yeah. It was that's really all I can say about it. I mean, it wasn't nothing, <laughs> wasn't anything special, really. Uh, um, Heath Slater and Rhino defeated the Usos. What do you think of the Usos now? Is it a good f- breath of fresh air with them kind of being heel, with them being heels right now? It's different. It's good for them. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's better it's, for it's, them. Yeah, it's definitely good for them. I mean, they needed that spark because I mean, they were they were on top of the tag team division for well, a good two years, really, and then they just kind of fell down to the mid card and they were just kind of in the throwaway matches, you know, and the, the kickoffs, but I really think they needed this and I really think that they're going to get the title soon. Hmm. And then I think they're going to have a pretty long run. Okay. Uh, I love what they're doing and he Slater and Rhino working together, I think is just gold. They get to keep the double wide. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> he Slater to me has kind of always been an underrated talent. Yeah. Even back going back to the Nexus days, I th- he was one of the better guys in the Nexus and really sold. And yeah, going back and looking, man, I wish the Nexus would have gotten the the shot that they needed mm-hmm. because that could have lasted a good long time. Maybe not until now, but who would have thought that Heath Slater would be the one remaining of the Nexus? Is he pretty the much only one remaining. Darren, well, Young, I mean, Darren Young, kind of, but there's got to be someone else. You know, I mean, you know, Ryback is gone. Ryback's gone. Barrett's gone. Barrett's gone. Daniel Bryan is shelved pretty much. Right. Uh, Justin Gabriel's gone. Gone. Michael Tarver. (laughs) Which Justin Gabriel, I read uh, a couple weeks ago, was in a match somewhere. I think it was... It was before he was headed to South Africa to, to do a show. But he... Did some move off the top rope and broke both his ankles. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else was in the Nexus? Who else were we missing? I said Michael Tarver. Like that's and then he'd. Yeah, I think that was it. yeah. It was well aside from well. No, let's see. Uh, when did uh, Bray come in? Is, he was the he was the, was that the second yeah version it, of him or yeah yeah I I don't know if you. Yeah, he was the new Nexus. Okay. He, you know, he that was when they were billing him as the what was it? Uh, he was the Corvette with a diesel engine or the diesel truck. Yeah, with yeah Corvette something like that. Yeah, something like that. And Husky Harris. Yeah, that was so man, that was so <laughs> bad. But how incredible is it how he's turned it around? Yeah, nobody relates that them to anymore really. The first night they did, they're Husky Harris, yeah, and yeah. then they saw what this Bray Wyatt character could be, and they're like, oh. But now, you know, now if you show a lot of people, I mean, aside from people that have, you know, watched it religiously from, you know, back then, I mean, if you just went up and showed and like, hey, do you know who these two wrestlers are? You know, showed different, you know, pictures of them. I don't think a lot of people would relate the two. No, um, I, I would. I'm, I would. I'm with you. What was the next match? Uh, I don't know if, know if it was the next one in order or not, but there was the Baron Corbin and. Jack Swagger. I like, I like this match. I, you know, I'm a Jack Swagger fan. I'll watch anything. I, to me, he's just another underrated guy, and I'm glad he's getting a little bit of shine here on SmackDown. SmackDown, you know, is such a – it's a better show than Raw. I mean – And did you think you would ever say that even a year I, ago? You know, it, I never <laughs> would. I never would, but I – mean, For the longest time, I don't watch SmackDown. It, it's such <laughs> a better show now because the writing is better. 
the uh, the focus is on the wrestlers. It's not on Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon every right. week. I mean, they're kind of in the background, but only come out and make a tag match when they need to. When they feel the need to Teddy Long it. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, the focus is on what's in the ring, not who's running the show. Right. On Raw, you know, it's three hours. <sighs> so damn hard. I, you know, this is the first time I actually didn't watch Raw exclusively. I had to watch Monday Night Football because the Bucks were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. It's just I wish the focus would go away from Foley and Stephanie. And drop it down to two hours, but I know that's never going to happen. Right. And somebody on Facebook I saw was like, "Can we make SmackDown three hours now?" Like, no. No. <laughs> that's what. That's another reason why SmackDown is kicking the shit out of Raw, is because we're getting you know a, a be- better stories in a short amount of time. Right. So, but yeah, I love Jack Swagger. I'm I, and I'm also like I really like Baron Corbin. I like Corbin. I, his two, his signature and his finisher are. I think they're just badass right. looking moves. I love the deep six, man. That just it looks like it'd be fun to just, ah, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Please don't kill me, Baron Corbin, if you happen to hear that. Uh, your moves are very deadly. Uh, then we had, oh, we'll go ahead and go into it. Match of the night. Stole the show. Easily. Amazing. I mean, I still have a little bit of problem with the thing I've complained about for ever since we've been doing the podcast is, how finishing moves aren't finishers anymore. Right, right. The, everything's a signature move. It's best to call right. it. Right. You know, you, I mean, how many times did Ziggler and Miz both kick out of the other's finisher during yep. that match? Yep. Now, I mean, it, it made gr- it was great entertainment. I mean, you know, because, I mean, you know, being there live, when somebody kicks out of a finisher, when you're sitting there live. Like, oh, God. I mean, yeah, completely mark out. I mean, it's you're there with the crowd. I mean, everybody goes nuts but I just wish they wouldn't do it as often. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. It would like to, it would be you know, it would be nice to actually see a move finish someone or, or you know, go go back to Rock Austin when they had to use each other's finishers on each other. Right. You know, they had to steal their and even that was pretty devastating. You saw that in right. a match like holy shit Austin yeah. just or <laughs> Rock just stunned Austin. Yeah. This is great. And, but man, these guys killed it. You know, Miz, I think, is the best thing going on SmackDown right now. Easily the best thing going on SmackDown. What do you think? I'm still not a huge Miz fan. I mean, he's... He's killing it. You he, have he's, to. he's killing it now. But, I mean, you know, his entire career, he was just one of those where I was like, you know, he's good in ring, but, I don't know, I just never really got behind him. But, I mean, here in the last, you know, four or five months or so since he's come back in and got the title, it's... He's impressed me. It's since this brand split, the brand split has um, worked for him oh, yeah. very, very well. I mean, it's been perfect for him, and yeah, I was surprised. I was really surprised that Miz dropped the belt in this yeah, they, match. It, it's it's odd that you know that with the stipulation, you know, career versus title. Typically, that always leans toward okay, the guy that could possibly lose his career is going to win the title. I mean, that's typically how it goes, but there was a lot of talk on this one, and it, it made it surprising that Ziggler actually did win. You know, we got the surprise interference from the Spirit Squad, which, right. you know, it, it, they told a great story in that match. Which the Spirit Squad is still around. They're apparently on SmackDown last night. Yep, yep. 
Well, just two of them, you know. It's just, right. It's yeah. Community. They couldn't. They couldn't get a hold of the other guys. Actually, is what yeah, I read. Well, I'm sure they saw the phone call. Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think one of them. Uh, I, I can't remember what it was. One of them, I think, got real bad drug problem or had some addiction problem. I think the other one, like, went total like born again Christian or whatever, mm-hmm. and just doesn't participate in any of that. Well, that's you know, it's you know, you got the two most. I think the two most. Not I, w- I don't want to use the word iconic, but recognizable. Right, guys like Kenny. You know, we I mean, all. Remember- Kenny had a little singles career after that. Right, and Nikki was that no no Mitch Mitch yeah. is Mitch is the other one that yeah. came back. Ziggler was Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you got the three of the Spirit Squad that were, you know, the more uh, recognizable right. members. From yeah, I- can you remember the other two names? No. See, <laughs> Joey and Donnie. if anyone gets that reference please holler at me on twitter at derek d-e-r-i-c-k-o-v-e-r-s-l s-e-l-l derek oversell um but yeah match of the night stole the show ziggler miz Dolph ziggler is now your intercontinental champion and he deserves that because looking back at the whole history of the intercontinental championship it's always been your best worker yeah Kurt Hennig, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, you know, these guys, Chris Jericho, these are guys that are amazing. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, you know, amazing workers, you know, while, so you go in to see them wrestle and then you get to see the the superhero world champion, Hulk right. Hogan, so, which I want to play, I'm going to do a trivia game with you later tonight. I want to, uh, it should be okay. fun. It'll, it, it'll be fun. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. Uh, then we had um, Becky Lynch, we had to withdraw from the pay-per-view due to neck injury. So hopefully she comes back soon. And yeah, at, at the time they listed it as a non-wrestling medical emergency or something like that. Yeah. So sucks. And then you got Naomi defeating Alexa Bliss, which totally shocked me. Yeah, that you know. I mean, like, make her now. Look- apparently, they're they're trying to set up for a triple threat, but you don't have your number one contender lose cleanly to just. Somebody thrown at him at the last minute. That dances around in a black light. Right. <laughs> uh, George in the chat room says, Nikki versus Carmella wasn't match of the night. I'm stunned. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> George is still on a high from Sasha Banks winning the women's title on Raw. <laughs> That's all he sees. Whenever <laughs> whenever a women's wrestler goes out there, he sees Sasha Banks. That's it doesn't right. matter who That's it is. That's right. He's got his Sasha Banks colored glasses on. Uh, then the main event. Surprisingly, was Bray Wyatt defeating Randy Orton? Uh, I, I I can I think I'm Randy Orton always seems to deliver in oh, big yeah. matches. I mean, it, it, his fa- he he knows what he's doing and he's really good at it. And I think Bray and Bray and Randy have a good chemistry together. I thought it was a good match. I love the build up for this, like over the last you know month month and a half storytelling. Yeah, storytelling on a wrestling show. Who would have thought? I mean, it's. I mean, it was great storytelling because. It's one of the few times that it was great storytelling and they were hardly ever in the ring together. I mean, this was all backstage stuff that really sold this match. Yep, yep. I mean, that's the power of Bray Wyatt and those, you know, pre-cut promos. And, yeah, that's the difference between Bray Wyatt and somebody like uh, Mordecai. I think Mordecai could have made it big, but he... Mordecai was going to be the greatest ever. And he just couldn't... He uh, They said he, like, before he would come out, he was real nervous backstage and you know he he wasn't as strong on the mic as they wanted him to be but i you know 
Kevin Fertig, um, I've invited him in on the show. I haven't heard back from him yet. Uh, he did, you know, he's running Kevin Thorne. I thought it was good in ECW. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Ariel too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish Mordecai would have gotten better because, like, you know, you could have had him running this. You know, if, they, if the Mordecai gimmick could have done, you could have had him feuding with Bray Wyatt. Now, think of that feud. Yeah. That would have been a lot of fun, or Bray Wyatt siding with Mordecai or something like. You know, there's plenty of yeah other ways to go. But yeah, this match was great, and we got to see the return of Luke, Luke Harper. Harper. I, you know, when the lights went out, I'm like, uh oh. So who's? I thought it was going to be Eric Rowan or something like that. But yeah, he's out for a while now with an injury. Figures right, yeah. someone with an injury. So Luke Harper is there, and the lights come back on, and he's just sticking his tongue out at Orton, and Orton is selling it the best he can. The heat, that his facial expressions and stuff were yeah. perfect for that situation. And Bray Wyatt gets a win on a pay per view. Yeah, I don't remember the last time that happened. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Bray Wyatt's look right now? It fits. You think with the red, yeah. and stuff in it. I mean, you know. Everybody's look changes gradually over, over time, and th- I think this fits with him. He's you know, just, you it know, works. Uh, George in the chat room says Mordecai was fucking awesome. I put white tape on a Billy Gunn action figure and drew an M on it. WWE dropped the ball. <laughs> he also said it gives it. He's going back to Naomi defeating Alexa Bliss. It gives Alexa Bliss someone to feud with for the next month if rumors of Becky not returning until November eighth are true. Right. I still would have put Alexa Bliss over because that makes your number one contender look strong. Right. Or if, or, or you know, at least have it in like a no DQ or something like that where right. it doesn't really hurt her. But I, I just don't see having the number one contender lose to just someone that's thrown at her. What do you think of Alexa Bliss's character on SmackDown? It's better than Dana Brooke. Really? Yeah. Because Dana Brooke, I still don't think she should have been brought up. You know, I actually thought she was brought up at the right time because she was with someone that she was already comfortable working with. Right. With Emma. Well, yeah. And, you know, the, you can't plan, for, you never can plan for injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're in a match against Seth Rollins. <laughs> or, yeah. Well, it's so funny that people want to blame Seth Rollins, but the other wrestlers are saying, no, it's actually on me. Right. I didn't take it right. right so right. calm it down. Uh, but it's still a fun joke to throw out there. Yeah, it's it's just it's just it. So that was no mercy overall. You know, there's really just look at you know from there's three good matches. AJ Styles, the triple threat for the title, uh, Ziggler and Wyatt. So I guess the pacing is kind of good there because you had the triple threat match go 21 minutes. You had the Dolph Ziggler Miz match go 19 minutes, and then you had Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton go 15. Yeah. So your marquee matches went longer, and they're kind of spread out throughout the card now. What they should have done, if they were going to have the triple threat for the title lead off with the show, I would have moved Ziggler Miz into the main event. I would yep. fl- Basically, I would have flipped Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton and the Miz. Right, yeah. Maybe, maybe move it up before the tag match. So the crowd has a chance to come back if it, you know, from any sort of reactions they may have or right. something like that. So, uh, that's it for no mercy. Um, we let's see how long we've been going here. About thirty minutes. Let's take a quick break. We will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. 
song was like better than I remember. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Because most people now just remember the the one that's, you know, Viva la Raza. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the lie, cheat, steal. Yeah. The, um, you know, I remember when he was doing the lie, cheat, and steal stuff with Chavo. Yeah. And they, you know, they told the lady, he's like, you got, your pool's got a leak with it. You don't want it to go filling up with water or anything like that. <laughs> like, that was so funny to me. They'd come out to the ring driving, you know, the low riders and. Right. Oh, it's so funny. So racist, but yet so funny. Yeah. Well, um, not, not as racist as the Mexicals right now on the, That <laughs> on is probably Yeah, that was extremely <laughs> racist. Uh and uh God, I totally I totally forgot about that until right now. So But yeah, Eddie's birthday I believe was Monday. It would have been forty nine. Wow. Rest in peace, Eddie. Um wearing the the shirt now. Yep, you got I yeah, I ha- we I have that shirt somewhere too. Yeah. You got it for me, yeah. right? Kevin in the shower says, can I say Vicky Guerrero is decent looking to me? <laughs> Ex- excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird he would have been the same age as Goldberg. Yep. Um, let me pull up this list. I have a list I wanted to go through, Mike. I'm going to put you on a little test here, if, if I can find where the hell I opened it on this Mac, because I'm... I'm a Windows guy working on a Mac. Just a okay. So I went to WWE.com. Okay. And I um I was going to turn this into a trivia war trivial warfare podcast. It's a pub style podcast trivia podcast that I like to listen to. And every week they do something called Warm It Up, Chris, where they find these lists, and usually it's a top ten list, and it's just to help get things going on in the show. And this is the last chance. Guys in the chat room, if you want to call in, I can put the number in the chat room and take part in this. You can. Um, I do need to restart the chat, so I'm going to do that real quick. Okay. And we should be back in the chat room. Sorry about that, folks. Um, but, yeah, this is the la- last call if you want to call in and... Join us for this little, it's going to be quick trivia name. I've got a list of 10 people on it, so it won't take too long. We can round robin it and see who gets the most. Um, so if you guys want in the chat room, tell me. I need to know right now if you want to call in or not, and then I'll put the number in the chat room. Um, so, you know, we can all talk, have a little fun. Uh, so I've got, it's just a fun little list here. Like I said, we can do go round robin style. I will not be taking part because I can see the list. Someone's got to be checking the list, right? Oh, okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, can we answer here? It'd be quicker if we called into the if we had you guys call in. It's up to you. I mean, if you don't want to call Ed, you can you, you yeah, just let him do it on there. Yeah. Okay, okay, no problem. All right, so what I have here is a list of, and this is according to WWE.com, a list of. Top 10 longest title reigns by person. Okay. World title reigns. World, World title, title reigns. reigns. Top 10 list. What I want you to do is see how many on this list you can name. 
Now, is this one, like, a single title run or, like, total time that world, they have held? This is a world title run. Okay, so this is, I mean, like... One consecutive. <laughs> okay, not, like, total time that they have been, like, right. like Cena not, is, right. like, 15 times has been so many years, technically. Right. It's done by days. Okay. So, go ahead. Bruno. Okay, number number one on the list. Right. Uh, Now, what... Can you tell if they count, you know, like WWE title or like the this WC, is, like the no, this the, is the WWE, just WWE. The, this is I got it off WWE.com. But does this include the World Heavyweight Title? This is the WWE just, title. Okay, so <laughs> I think this is just the WWE, you know, whatever. I, okay, well, well, I don't remember which one he had at the time, but CM Punk. All right, so CM Punk. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Not on this list. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hold on. W- let's go through the chat room. Uh, Kevin says The Rock, Kurt Angle. Both of those are not on the list. Hogan. Hulk Hogan was number two. So you've got number one and number two. Uh. Let's see here, because if it's only WWE, see Stone Cold never held it for Stone Cold number ten on the list. Really, number ten? Okay. Yep. Because I knew he never really held it for that long. What? Held it, you know, several times, but. Let me know when you want me to go to the chat room. No, you can go ahead, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Kevin said Stone Cold as well. Uh, he also said Bret Hart, who is on the list. Okay. He was number, I guess that'd be one, two, three, four, five, six on the list. Uh, Kevin said Edge. Edge is not on the list. Andre the Giant, not on the list. George says Bob Backlund, number three on the list. Okay. HBK. HBK. Not on the list. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> not on the list. Macho Man. Not on the not list. On I the said. List. Did, who all of you said so far? You said. You I got, said. That that have been on the list. Yep. Uh, Bruno. Stone Cold. Uh, who the fu- who was number two? I've already forgot. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. Yeah. So Bruno San Martino held that held the title for four thousand forty yeah, days. I knew it was four thousand. Hulk something. Hogan was two thousand one hundred and eighty five. Bob Backlund was two thousand one hundred and thirty eight. Oh God, hold on, I can't remember his name. Undertaker and Ric Flair not on the list. Yeah, I knew Flair wouldn't be. And Undertaker really never really had long reigns, did no. he? Uh. Don Morocco? Don Morocco, not on the list. Mr. Perfect was never a world champion, Kevin. Nope. <clears throat> a shame to be yeah. to me, but he was never a world champion. He was an intercontinental champion, probably the best one. Did he hold it in WCW, though? Did he ever get a... No. Not that I can remember. 
You know, he's doing that whole I hate rap thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which my buddy Fred, the letter K, F-A-B-E connection on Twitter, sent me a picture. He was actually listening to rap his crap the other day. Jerry Lawler never won a world title in the WWE. Mm-mm. Who all of you said that I haven't said, that I've said have not been on the list? Uh, hell, I don't know. I threw them out of my memory already because okay. they were wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, damn, who else could it have been? Because, I mean, we've got, what, like five of them right now? Four or five? Five. You've got one through three. Number six, six and ten. ten. Am I going to feel dumb for not naming yes. a couple of them? Some of them, <laughs> some of them, most of them, all but one of them. I think you're going to name Roddy Piper. Not on the list. Never was champion. I don't think. Yeah, he was never a world champion either. Nope. I mean. Three of the guys are current, or no, two of the guys are current. I'll give you those. Uh, th- no, I am sorry. Three of the guys are current. Three of the guys are current currently wrestling. wrestling in the WWE. Triple H. Triple H, number nine on the list. Okay. Orton. No, he is number. What did I say? Bret Hart was six. Six. He's number seven. Make sure I didn't miss one in the chat room. Thank well, God. That's right. Then Cena. Oh, Kevin did get one on the list. No, he did say he said Triple H earlier. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, Kevin. <coughs> um, uh, who'd you say? Cena. Cena is on the list. Kevin also said him in the chat room. So one, I'm not expecting you to know. The other one, I am. You're missing number. I guess he is number eight. I think we need to do this weekly. We need to each prepare a trivia question for the other guy. So next week you're up. Okay. Okay. This is fun. I like this. <laughs> you know this. You know this. But there's so many wrestlers. Y2J not on the list. <laughs> Kevin said Derek. No, never had <laughs> ne- never held a. Wor- I've held a title, a world title, but I've I've actually held it, but I've never. What era was this of the one that I should know? He held it for 579 days. But it was WWE title. Yep. Let me know when you tap out and I will give you the last two. I doubt it was Batista. It's not Batista. Batista not on the list. I don't remember which one JBL held. Nope, not JBL. Not on the list. He was a he was a long champion. That was he was the longest reigning like SmackDown champion. Yeah, and that was the World Heavyweight I Champion. So. I guess this is the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Okay, <clears throat> and that's why I made it so hard because I mean, you know, yeah. I think CM Punk would have been on there at that point. He was if, a World Champ, World yeah. Heavyweight Champion. Uh, uh, Kevin asked a good question for a hint. He is not in the WWE Hall of Fame. So Kurt, it's not Kurt Angle, it's not Yokozuna. I 
now I'm more interested in the one that I probably shouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he he should be in the Hall of Fame. All right, you got you get one more guess, and then I'll tell you the final two. I'm gonna have to edit out this. Yeah, this is this is great dead air. <laughs> if I put my head close enough, you can hear like the gears grinding. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? Dead air. Dead air. Yeah. Dead ants. All right, I will tap on this. Okay, so I'll go through the whole list. Bruno San Martino is number one, four thousand forty days. Hulk Hogan number two, two thousand one hundred eighty-five days. Bob Backlund number three, two thousand one hundred thirty-eight days. John Cena, 1,240 days. Pedro Morales, 1,027 days. That was one you didn't get. Brett the Hitman Hart, 654. Look at that. That's a drop-off, too. Okay. So this was... So Okay, this was combined, then. What? No. what, What did you say Cena was? 1,240. Cena did not hold the title for over three years. Whatever. Yeah. I'm so just going this, by so the this list. is com- this, this is from the WWE website. Okay. Um, number after Brett Brett Hitman Hart six hundred fifty four days, Randy Orton six hundred and nine days. Okay. See if if you, if you would have told me like just like when I said like, you know when I said Orton, if you would have told me like the amount of days then, then I would have known that it was combined. Because you know like see I thought it was six- combined because Bruno San Martino held the title for seven well, yeah, years. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he held it for that long, but I think he actually held it like twice. I think at one wow. point, but but I mean, like you know, the Cena thing, a thousand days—that's over three years. That would surprise he, me. To be but honest. he didn't hold it for three straight years. Um, after Randy Orton at six hundred nine days, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Five hundred and seventy-nine days. But again, I didn't think it was. See, I thought that I thought it was combined. I didn't think it was combined. Triple H five hundred and thirty-nine days, and Stone Cold Steve Austin five hundred and twenty-nine days. So. Next week you got to put me, will put me to the test. I'm, okay. Uh, this I think this will be a fun segment. We'll have to start doing every week. Okay. What do you think? I'm up for it. Anything to create content, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 it's not WrestleMania season, so yeah, we have to come up with stuff. Yeah. So uh, you want to get into some stuff we saw on Raw this week? Okay. What did you think? I was shocked at that opening segment. Did you get to see Raw? Where Charlotte's yeah, coming I out and, through and it, yeah. all people Rusev interrupts. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is going on here? And it took me. It, it was a good shocking. That's two weeks in a row that the opening segment's been really great. Yeah, and then so we and get, they both involved Lana. We want Lana. Hey, that's what we want. Now, what do you think about um, the women going into the Hell in a Cell? Me, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I think it's. I think it's. Now, I don't want people to, you know, I hope people aren't expecting, like, just blood a, a bloody, yeah. And all that stuff. No, yeah. No, 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 you know, know, like a, a Hell in a Cell from, like, you know, 15 years ago. Right. I mean, you're not going to get that. You know, I, and I, I've actually seen people complaining that, like, oh, man, every match is going to be in the Hell in a Cell. I think I've seen that. And it's like, why shouldn't it be? That, that's how every single match should be on the card. Right. Every Make, single match. It should be huge, huge matches. Inside the Hell in a Cell. Because if, if, if it's not, then you shouldn't call it Hell in a Cell, and the Hell in a Cell should just be thrown in on random pay-per-views. <laughs> Mike wants Emma. That's what George that's says. That's all I want. <laughs> no, well, Emmalina. 
I don't care. I'll have them both. (laughs) (laughs) You just wait until you watch Lucha Underground and you see some of the women in there. That's fine. Katrina. Ivalice. I've seen Ivalice before. Well, you haven't seen her in Lucha Underground. Totally different. Right. In Lucha Underground. The tough enough Ivalice is way different from Lucha Underground Ivalice. But wait till you see Katrina. What you've seen, actually, do you remember Maxine from NXT? I remember the name. I can't picture her, but... She is um, Katrina in Lucha Underground. George says, I'm not looking forward to the match because I don't know if Sasha walks out of that match uninjured. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, I highly doubt they're going to have two women flying off the cage right. or anything like that. So, uh, George says, Katrina is OMG. But you uh, just remind me of something, bringing up Eva Lee's and all, you know, because she was on Tough Enough right. at one point. The most previous... The most recent season, the yeah, one that completely garbage, sucked. Garbage. Remember, I can't remember her name now, but remember the chick that came in like midway through the season or whatever because somebody had to leave and they brought like yeah. an alternate in. Yeah, George. On I bet you George will remember Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, she's on TNA now. Yeah. 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 TNA's women division is. I think it's really good. Yeah. A lot of people hate on Cherry Bomb, George. But I enjoy Cherry Bomb. I think she's a I great Allie. wrestler. Allie's I great. I love Allie. What do you think is what's her name? Sierra? Is it Sierra? Sienna? Sienna. What do you think of her? She's a beast. You like her? Yeah. Like good worker. Yeah. Stuff like that. Did you watch um most recent pay per view? No. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen a TNA pay per view. I ordered one way back in the day and I never will do it again. <laughs> I mean, I know everything that happened on it, but um uh, but yeah, so uh <laughs> we got completely sidetracked yeah. there. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. And then they have Mick Foley come out and address it later in the show. Why? Just sign, sign the damn match. I mean, I really think it's more of the, it's time filler. Yeah. Well, that's and so you have to put them. You know, uh, you have to put uh, you know the authority figures on. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan at all. And when was the last time that you were upset that Foley came out? It's getting annoying because you know it's it's not just. You know, when they when Foley goes out, first off, he is wearing this. Did you see the suit? You saw. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. laughing. You saw the suit, and that thing, like, watching on my team, I guess my TVs for some reason don't render red too well or something like that. So it's kind of like moving around right. and shit. Yeah. And um, he got that out of his Christmas room. Oh, the Christmas room. Yeah, we we need to talk about Holy Foley too. Um, let me pull up the results here. So yeah, Rusev came out. Um, New Day came out and they had a great pop. Yeah. And Kofi Kingston is a match with the new with Cesaro. Um, and I like them the, at the beginning when they were one upping each other. And Cesaro did a six one nine and came back in the ring. Then Kofi did his little fake dive into the ropes. And, yep. And. You know, uh, it was an it was an entertaining match. Cesaro is so underrated. He needs to be in a title picture somewhere. Yeah, no matter what title it is, he needs he needs a good long title run, regardless he, of which just, one it is. He's on the wrong show. He needs to be on SmackDown right. fighting for that title. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would been a he would have been a great you know maybe if he comes over in a trade or something like that. Him and Z- him and Dolph feuding over the IC belt. That would be such a fun feud. I mean, I'd like to see him just go straight after like AJ Styles. I mean, those matches would think, be amazing. I think that they're moving. It's about to be the Miz's time to go after the world title after this Intercontinental title run. Hmm. I think he has just 
the, these past few months he's worked his ass off, and he deserves to be in the title hunt on SmackDown. And I think him and the, uh, AJ Styles cannot have a bad match with anyone. Right. I say that, and then he's going to have <laughs> exactly, a stinker yeah. coming up. But, you know, since he's come to the WWE, I don't think he's had a bad match. Mm-mm. I think him and Matt, him and Miz going sparring word for word will be fun. The buildup would be a lot of fun. And the match, the match would be good too. I think as a worker, Miz has increased or has improved so much over the past few years that he's having a lot of good matches too. Yeah. Bailey took on a jobber, won by pin. Then uh, Dana Brooke attacks her. The mentor for, or the I'm sorry, the mentee. Yeah. The, the yeah. The. <laughs> Dana Brooke. She doesn't get another name. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> she attacked her afterwards. Um. The student. The student. There we go. The, yeah, trainee. Yeah, like I like trainee. We'll, okay. we'll go with trainee. Um, so yeah, she came out and attacked her, and then next Chris Jericho came out, and I, I'm love Chris Jericho. Every week we say it, he's doing his best stuff right yep. now, and it, he's always done this his whole career. Anytime he's come back, it's been his best stuff. He made stupid idiot a catchphrase. He made the list of Jericho is yeah. just. This is taking over the world now. You're going on the list. Yeah. and Drink it in, man. You know, all this stuff. He is doing his best work right now. And and like I said, whenever Jericho comes back, it's his best work. Mm -hmm. When he came back and, you know, he had the the vest and he gave – I remember this comeback because dude was running with the torch for Orton and he got clotheslined and Jericho was just there right there and he had his (laughs) – his, you know, his – I think they called it the gym teacher – the female gym teacher haircut. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came back and he did save us Y2J. And then after that, my favorite return was when he returned in Memphis. I with the jacket. Him. With the jacket. That I remember. And he didn't say a word. That was, and it, it, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> you know, that was all Vince's idea. Like, don't talk. Don't say anything. You'll get, I guarantee you, you're the only guy that will get heat for not talking. Yeah. And it worked. And now it, you know, then he went into a suspension Remember when he was suspended for the Brazil flag incident? Yep. He was doing on Twitter all the the countdown through weird ways and then left for a little bit, and now he's come back. I, what's been your favorite, other than this one, favorite version of Jericho? I like when he came back and he was always wearing the suit. It was just really proper, just spoke really slowly. Well, yeah, just, because he, you know, he watched No Country for Old Men. Right. And he was like, this dude be a great yeah. wrestling character. That's that's probably one of the best ones too. And conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy so if I had to do, funny, yeah. if I had to do a top three, it's right now, the suit, <clears throat> conspiracy. Those are the top three Jericho characters. I will go with that. I like that. Uh, then on Raw we had uh, Drew Gulak and Tony Nese versus Lince Dorado and Sin Cara. Tony Nese. I like Tony Nese, dude. That dude is just incredible. He's badass. Uh, Lince Lince Dorado and Sin Cara got the win. Uh, Mick Foley is walking backstage in that horrible suit, and of course Stephanie has to be seen and noticed, mm-hmm. and has to go out to the raw or have to uh, go out to the ring with them, which is just a total waste of time and puts the focus not a, not on the wrestlers like it should be, but on the authority figures, right. which you know the whole the whole evil authority figure that storyline is played out. Mm-hmm. You know, is TNA doing any storylines like that? I don't think they are. Are they? 
I know Dixie was involved in storylines for a while, but Billy Corgan's not getting involved too much in the storylines, is he? Yeah, he comes out like every episode now. But is he doing it like Mick Foley and Stephanie to where you see him six times a show? Well, granted, it's a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's coming out. You'll see him at least once, usually twice. You know, once an hour, basically. Possibly three times, depending on what's going on. The only other real authority figure is Maria. You know, she's you know in charge of the knockouts division. Mm-hmm. I it, didn't know this. She was on the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, I remember watching that season. Same season with Goldberg. Really? Yeah. I had, I had no idea. I don't even. Why would? Why did the hell did she get on that show? She was. She did. She have a Playboy <coughs> run around then. That had to be what it was. Well, I mean, this was after. Was it after WWE? Yeah, it was after WWE. Wow. I mean, just like Goldberg, you know. Okay, so Stephanie and Foley come out. Foley says we had two Hell in a Cell matches. Seth Rollins asked for his medium match, and he'll grant it to him. After the controversy at Clash, I mentioned their match will also be inside Hell in a Cell. Stephanie says there will be three Hell in a Cell matches. Hell in a Cell matches. Hey, why don't you save on some energy or some electricity? And just keep the damn hell in a cell all the time so you don't have to raise and lower it, raise and lower it. Just right. keep it down there all the time. Yeah. And you don't have to play that weird music. So Kevin Owens comes out and, you know, they're cutting promo. We don't have to go through this. Uh, through, but um, when we come back after... Uh, that we get um Bo Dallas agreeing to tag with Curtis Axel and apparently Curtis Axel still believes in Bo. Right. Uh who cares? Uh Enzo and Cass make their engine. Whenever Enzo and Cass come out, every time I catch myself talking along with Enzo. I can't it, it's something <laughs> I cannot not do. Um I'm loving <clears throat> what Gallows and Anderson. I'm loving Gallows and Anderson now. They're, this is what this is what they should have been doing right. as soon as you brought them in. You did it at first, and then you got away from it. Do you think it was the but AJ it, split that yeah. did that? Yeah, I mean, because when they, when they actually, you know, officially teamed back up with AJ, it was partly comedy bit because that was, you know, AJ turned heel, and, you know, it was a comedy bit. And then I think... I don't know. I think WWE was too scared to go ahead and pull the trigger and make them just bullies. So they kept them with the comedy bit a little bit longer, and then they finally we're here at where it should be. Let's see. Brian Kendrick is sitting backstage. Terry J. Perkins walks up to him. So I would love to see those two guys in a hell in a cell. That would be, yeah. Let's see. George asked a good question. I think you both glossed over something that bothered me. If a feud is so heated that Hell in a Cell is needed, why would Sasha and Charlotte team up to attack Rusev and Lana? That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. And I'll, but I did love that moment when she you hear that noise. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what it reminded me of whenever like something happened to Lois on Family Guy. <laughs> you just hear that quick. Uh, after that, they show the Oakland Raiders. No one cares about them. Byron Saxon is in the ring with Steven and Clay Splash, Splash who are known the as the Splash Brothers. Brothers. They were told to make a splash and we'll take Braun Strowman down, and that didn't happen. And uh, 
Who? Who? Foley's got is going. Someone's going to big is going to be have to has to come in and take on Braun Strowman, right? Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? Well, you would think that. Let's see, is Big Show on Smack on Raw or SmackDown? I have no. I, I haven't. Just kinda, I haven't. I don't. We haven't seen him since the brand split, have we? Yeah, I don't think so. Was but he, I mean, you would think that's eventually what would happen, and then that's what's really going to put Strowman over. That that's going to be fun getting him and because that creates a brand new monster which is something the WWE right. has needed from uh, just an unstoppable force which they haven't had in a long time I saw someone say that Goldberg would have been a better guy to bring in to take on Braun Strowman which that yeah, would have been nice yeah I'm still holding out for hope for Samoa Joe yeah that but, th- but then who do you put over yeah yeah uh, George says the Splash Brothers, a.k.a. real-life Dragon Ball Z villains. <laughs> All right, so then we got Charlotte and Rusev with Lana versus Sasha Banks and Roman Reigns. This match is being presented by the Payday Candy Bar, which I, I, that was kind of funny. I got your payday. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, of all times, when you need our truth to show up and just do something right. completely stupid. Because uh, I loved it. <laughs> I got your payday, and Jericho had the best response. Are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> telling you, he's, he's doing his best stuff right now. Uh, let's see. Banks. Get the, Charlotte taps out to the bank statement. So, overall, it was, that was an all right match. Yeah. We're just kind of glossing through things. Uh, another funny bit between... Tom Phillips and Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Um, he got uh, what? They, what did he put him on the list as? Oh, I don't even remember. It was so funny. It was I can't remember the name, but he didn't put him on as Tom yeah. Phillips. Like that's not even my name. <laughs> the uh, one from about a month ago when they were doing that, going back and forth, and they Nathaniel? started that. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs> uh, Paul Heyman comes out and basically challenges uh, Bill Goldberg to a match. And Gold, they actually showed Goldberg's Twitter, and it looks like he's going to be. He will be there Monday Raw on Raw next week to answer. Uh, T.J. Perkins next took on Arya Davari. T.J. Perkins still has the best entrance music in wrestling. That has not changed, <laughs> thank God. Uh, good, qu- it was kind of a quick match, but it, I thought it was all right. Um, yeah. I've got Arya Davari's autograph now in yeah. the cave up here, so very cool. Uh, Brian Kendrick was on co- uh, was on commentary. I thought he did all right. You know is. With his uh, experience, you know, something right. like that's easy. Then we get to uh, final match, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins. If Jericho wins, he is in the Hell in a Cell match. That did not happen, and Owens yet again leaves his best friend out in the ring to mm-hmm. catch another uh, pedigree. Yep. This ca- this Jericho breakup, Jericho breakup is going to be really good. The Jericho. Yeah. So does KO win at Hell in a Cell, and then – that ignites a Jericho or a Jericho a Jera Kevin o- Jericho Kevin Owens match for the world title. I think Rollins will still be universe, involved. I think that'll. Have, I don't know. I, th- I think Jericho will be put in the match if it's he's not somewhat somehow added to the Hell in a Cell now. I think you know Survivor Series comes around and I think it'll be a triple threat then. Speaking of Universal Championships. But then again, do you think that they're going to do another triple threat? Like that soon? You know, after the 
the AJ Styles one, and then what was the one before that? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember now. I don't but maybe they they kind of they tend to not do triple threats all that often. That's why I'm thinking you, something happens and it ends up being Jericho and Kevin Owens right. shooting for a bit too. Speaking of Universal Championships, there's an update from Kevin Cerrito okay. on the status of the WWE Universal Trivia Champions. The champions were stripped due to evidence unearthed by this guy, Derek Tropel. <laughs> so the current champions have been stripped of the WWE Universal title, and in November, there's going to be wrestling, wrestling trivia. It's Kevin Cerrito at the Green Beetle downtown. And we they're going to crown the universal champion there. Here's what happened, folks. We 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 put down that Louis Spicoli was not a member of the NWO, which Kevin disputed it and said he was. But it turns out, and this is with confirmation <laughs> from from a little a little known wrestler. From, well, from <laughs> from you know a a charter member of the NWO, Scott Hall, that Louis Spicoli was not an official member. He was a pledge. So a pledge. We got that question right. So did the other team, but we doubled our points that round, and everything we end up tied. And due to this evidence, Kevin overturned the decision from tri- trivia, and the title was stripped. It was a tie because so, we didn't get a chance to right. tiebreaker. Right. So next uh, in November next month, we are going to be. I'm going to. I'm now I'm a card carrying member of the five star squad. So, right. um, I, I actually had a little bit of input into it um so it's fun it's get out there it's a good time get out to if you're in memphis we're going to be at the green beetle next month i'll get the date and put it on our twitter be sure you're following us at oversell podcast mike you had some notes yes i did and that was almost a pretty good segue right there into it because being a part of the five star squad Saw Dustin Starr last night at the Grizzlies game. Yeah, he was he did some MC work. Yeah, how did how did he do? Yeah, he did great. I mean, I think he only had like two little segments, but I saw him. You know, I didn't know he was doing it, but uh, right before the game, when I went out to the court, I saw him. Went up to him, you know, shook his hand, said hey, and then didn't get to talk that long. He had to yeah run off and you know do some work. But did you tell him who you were? Yeah, he recognized me. Oh, okay, I mean, yeah, cool. I'd met him before. Cool. Yeah, okay. But uh, his <laughs> basically, you know, just talking about how he got it and then one of the last things before he got pulled off was hey i don't have to take any bumps tonight so (laughs) (laughs) dustin is such a cool guy what else you got but that was pretty cool um going back to the tna situation um matt hardy apparently has (laughs) thrown his name into wanting to buy tna that's interesting yeah now don't know if it's completely true or if this is broken matt hardy character wise wanting to do it because he did throw in the whole he would delete the obsolete name of tna dude he's carrying kayfabe right now kayfabe is back with this guy but yeah i mean it's he's thrown his name in the hat he would love to to buy it apparently Hmm. uh going along with that wwe has put out a survey about tiering prices for the network yeah, this is interesting if they're they're if they're going to do it because there's some promotions out there that would really benefit <coughs> and the fans would benefit from getting yeah, to see them. Because I mean, basically they want to tier it to where you know you pay a certain amount and you basically just get some of the content and like one or two of the pay per views or something, 
then you get the the price you're paying now gets everything that you're used to getting and then i think they're saying at like 14.95 or 14.99 something like that you would also get access to like tna and ring of honor and they're also talking about like evolve and progress too which right if they can get a hold of that there's a big evolve show this weekend really yes timothy thatcher the world champion in evolve is taking on a guest that's been on this show all ego ethan page for the championship nice and go ethan page <laughs> i am all ego it's not confidence it's all ego oh, yeah so good luck to him but i think i don't know if if wwe did do that i would totally upgrade and get all the me too. The TNA and the the Ring of Honor stuff. Me too. I just don't see it happening with, especially with Ring of Honor and their New Japan ties. That's not. I just don't see that happening. Now I could see other indies like you know I could definitely see because Evolve already works with the right, WWE a little bit, yeah. So I could see them working more to with it. But there's also other ways to watch these companies, folks. Yeah. Evolve has uh, WWN Live. It's a subscription service. Um, you can use the Fight TV app to watch their shows. Uh, New Japan has New Japan World, which I cannot wait for Wrestle Kingdom 11. I always look forward to that show now that I've watched two of them. Uh, and then Ring of Honor, I think. I, I, I'm not, I, I think their subscription <coughs> service isn't that great. You know, all these companies really need to realize that they copy the WWE's idea. Yeah. And just make your own network, put all your stuff on it. And, you know, that's, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure wrestlers, it probably doesn't work out for wrestlers now with these so they're more dependent on gates at the shows but you know get out there and also support your local wrestlers by buying a t-shirt and their booths and stuff like that what else you got mike well now that we mentioned ring of honor in new japan it was great watching last week's episode of uh new japan and seeing the briscoes you like the briscoes oh yeah yeah briscoes freaking great was um odb with them no it was um it was just them, and I cannot remember the guy's name, but they teamed up. It was triple threat against, uh, I think it was Anderson, Gallows, and it was, it was members of the Bully Club. Okay. You know, there's like 400 of them, so, I mean, it's yeah, hard yeah. to yeah, – it could have been anybody. But they – was it? El- it wasn't Elgin, was it? No, no. I'll have to look back up. <laughs> I, b- I bet you it was um, the – Bet you it was Gallows, Anderson, Bad Luck, Fale. I think maybe so. For the yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I do like. I know Fale was the involved. Under, yeah. The underboss, <laughs> Bad Luck, Fale. But basically, this was for like their first ever like three, like tag team title or whatever. <coughs> it was oh, the trio th- title. The, the trio the tri- titles. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The never open weight. Yeah. Trios championship. They which have is the a, longest names for titles, it's, but and it's an it's like a hot potato belt too because that it's always seems to bounce around in paper. Right. So that title really doesn't have a lot of. Right. Good merit to it. I mean, you would think that with, you know, since the Briscoes won that match and they're, you know, more closely tied to Ring of Honor, you wouldn't expect them to hold that title right. a long time and different from motion. I am so excited that you're getting into New Japan. I really am. I love it. Ever since it's been on? I mean, and I know, I know you as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. it's something, it's a type of sh- wrestling show you enjoy because it's about the sport of professional wrestling. You've yeah. always liked guys like Angle and Benoit and Jericho Guerrero and, all right. and Perry Saturn and all those guys, Malenko. So yeah. you getting into New Japan makes me so happy because it's wrestling that I know you like. It's wrestling. It's it's professional wrestling. It's wrestling. You know, it's not sports entertainment, Vince. <laughs> and Vince McMahon, not... Vince yeah. with the Grizzlies, which I want to get Vince on this show. Not Vince McMahon, yeah, yeah. but Vince with the Grizzlies. <laughs> so, 
What else you got, Mike? I don't know if you had heard, but uh, it was a week or two ago, Natalia had an injury in the ring. I did not know that. Got two of her front teeth knocked out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, she finished the match and all, but I think it was at a house show, but she lost two of her front teeth. Paige is suspended 60 days. Yeah, that's what I was going next. She's At first, my first note on it was it's rumored that she was going to have to have neck surgery and she was going to be out for you know better part of a year. But then she gets suspended for her second violation for 60 days now. And her family's really pissed about it. Yep. They've been going off on Twitter and but now social WWE's media. Firing back saying it's an it was an illegal substance, yeah, it was an illegal not a substance. prescription drug. Right. So yeah. Who knows? You know, the WWE is a very bitter company anyway. Mm-hmm. You piss them off, you're on, you're on the it, you're on the list of the WWE. Yeah, you're on the list. <laughs> That's where Jericho got it from. That's the actual list he carries around. <laughs> People, <laughs> WWE's pissed at. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, that was it, what I had. How about we do a Memphis wrestling moment? Let's do that. We need to find a... We need to find intro music for that. I can do that. I can get that. USWA. All right, you got a minute to get through this once the song starts. <laughs> so we going while the music is on? Yeah, or? yeah, why not? Okay. Okay, this was October 13th, 1975. <laughs> Starting at the bottom, Al Green versus Magnificent Zulu. Ken Dillinger versus Ricky McGraw. Cowboy Parker versus Robert Fuller. Return match, Mike Graham with Eddie Graham versus the Stomper with Bearcat Wright. Return NWA Mid-American and Southern Heavyweight Championship match, no time limit, no disqualification. One man must be crowned double champion. Harley Race, the Mid-America champion versus Bob Armstrong was the Southern Heavyweight champion. Whoops, I totally killed the vibe there, didn't I? Yeah, who cares? Now you, <laughs> <laughs> at first, you probably couldn't talk with it playing. Now you can't talk without yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Totally screwed up this whole segment. Uh, then we got the main event, return NWA Southern Tag Championship match. Belts held up. Interns with Dr. Ken Ramey versus Eddie Marlin and Bill Dundee. Bob Armstrong whipped Harley Race before a crowd of 5,737 last night at the Mid-South Coliseum to retain his Southern Heavyweight title as well as capturing the Mid-America Championship. In other matches, the interns whipped Bill Dundee and Eddie Marlin. Al Green stopped Zulu. Ricky McGraw won by disqualification over Tony Santos. And Robert Fuller defeated Pepper Gomez. And those last two matches weren't even on here, so apparently there was some changes in the card. Yep. Like the music adds to it. It does. If we didn't just have to keep starting it over. <laughs> I'll figure out a way. I'll download it somehow. Yeah, just loop it. Well, that is all I've got for this week. As we like to end every episode, we like to do superstar of the week. So Mike, guys, I ask you in the chat room, who is your superstar of the week? I'll give two again. Okay. Just because that's you're what gonna, I do. You're gonna now. say you dust five star, aren't you? <laughs> 
No, I actually was not. Oh, okay. I was not. And I'm giving two because, like I mentioned earlier, this was from January. But the Briscoes. Okay. Because I fucking love the Briscoes, and I rarely see them now since Ring of Honor isn't on TV anymore. Yep. And then I will go with Ziggler. I mean, just it, it has Good to choice. be Ziggler. Good choice. <clears throat> I am going to go, I'm going to take two as well, but I'm going to say Ziggler and Miz because they fucking tore the house down at no mercy in a great match. So, How would you say that holds up, you know, match of the year talk? There's not, a, it, It's there's been so many other good matches, better matches, but this one was a great match. You know, oh, I can't even, man, best match of the year. I have to go back and think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. George and Kevin in our chat room, George uh, says that he has Sasha Banks. She let Roman experience what it's like to be cheered. (laughs) 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 And then Kevin in the chat room says he has Seth Rollins as his. Well, folks, that is it for this week. Be sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes or anywhere you can get a podcast. And while you're there, leave us a review. Give us five stars. And we are going to start reading reviews on air whenever we get a new one. Um, put your Twitter handle in there so we can start, so we can be sure to get you some followers as well. But you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. <laughs>